This Off the Hazel podcast is now driven by Delari Nissan Regina. Nissan. He gave it away. Coulter scores. Coulter, Coulter, five on five. Scores! Hey everybody, we're back for another episode. This is episode 36 of Off the Hosel. My name is Drew Koser and I'm your host. And as always, joined by my brother and co-host, Troy McClure-Koser. hey How the heck are you doing? Living the dream, brother. Living the dream, you? Can't complain. No reverend in the house today as he's feeling under the weather. But no, for all you people that are wondering if he has COVID, he does not have COVID. Just may need some Pepto-Bismol. Uh, also in the house today, Christian Massaway, our new video camera guy. I call him Frankie once in a while, but he's at, at Christian Massaway on IG. Check him out. He does some pretty good uh, video work and picture work. What do you think? Uh, I would say after seeing some of the social media channels here lately, the videos he's been posting, uh, yesterday's was hilarious at the very end. If our viewers <laughs> didn't watch the full minute, 30 seconds, uh, have, have a listen or a watch. Sorry. It was... Uh, yeah, thanks, Christian. You're doing a hell of a job, so we appreciate it. Speaking of social media handles, remind us to follow us on our social media pages at Coaster Drew, at Coaster Troy on Twitter, and at Coaster Drew and at Yort Co on IG. And as always, this is a Nissan driven podcast, Nissan No Limits. Be sure to check them out at 1111 Broad Street, 1111 Broad Street. Drive Nissan. Nice. Yeah, I like that one. Didn't even have to do anything that time. Nope. It's good. Let's go to uh, our weekend. How was the weekend, bro? Mine was busy. Very, 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 very busy, actually. Um, Friday, I had a one of my, well, longtime best friend for 39 years. He got married Saturday, so I was his best man. COVID wedding, different. Very, very, very different. Um, we had dress rehearsal or uh, wedding rehearsal Friday night. And we were supposed to go to Moxie's for supper, but something happened. We ended up at Denny's. Yeah. It was okay. It was good. Denny's was Denny's. I mean, uh, the steak wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Saturday was No the, free ads. Yeah, I know. Saturday was <laughs> the wedding. Um, again, COVID wedding's really different. There was... So I was the only bridal party member for his side, and uh, his wife had one bride, bridesmaid. Um, there was 50, 50 people at the reception or at the ceremony, sorry. And I think there was only 30 people at the supper. Well, there's social distancing rules in effect. There was no dance. There was no, you couldn't go to their tables. Um, it was different, but you know what? All in all, it was, if I was ever uh, advice to you, Drew, if you're going to get married, do it now because you don't have to have a wedding like me and Jill did where there's 250 people and you're spending. I want that though. I'm just saying, if you want to save some money, do a COVID wedding. No, I want to dance. I love dancing. Anyone knows who I am. I dance. I love to dance. Oh, okay. I'm a dance guy. Yeah, so that was my Saturday. I like to mingle. Saturday was the wedding, and then I got the bright idea of phoning you Saturday night when we got home and said maybe we should play some golf Sunday. And, uh, yeah, we, myself, you, and Daniel, and Christian came out and did video. I uh, got the joys of playing Deer Valley. Thanks, guys. It was awesome. Um, scores were actually not too bad considering – 
you could see your breath and some of us are wearing toques. It was cold, but yeah, it was uh, very cold. It was, it, yeah, it was fun. I mean, so I kind of got to do a bunch of everything. And, uh, before we go to your weekend, I also wanted to say the house stuff's coming along really well. Uh, we got our flooring done there and I want a big shout out to Trent Dickin over at flooring superstore. These guys did a hell of a job on our basement. So I highly recommend them. Uh, again, thanks Trent. Thanks Grant. And, uh, yeah, how was your weekend? Uh, pretty eventful as well. Uh, we, you know, a lot of golfing, um, got in the south a little bit. And, I mean, it's funny how the weather changed from Saturday. Yeah, yeah Saturday. 20, 28 on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. played in the Raymore Rotted Alumni and Friends Golf Tournament out at Aspen Links. Uh, before we go into that, if you want to. Um, yeah, I do. Then we played Sunday in, well, Deer Valley. The weather changed from 28 degrees to, I think it was 3 when I woke up at 6 in the morning. So, yeah, it was uh, cold one day and hot the next day, but um, played some good golf. We didn't win the tournament out there because, yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I'll, uh, I'll let you have the mic here. How uh, I, I seen pictures that you posted. It So we kind of went on a little rant about Aspen Lynx a few, few weeks ago. And there was a lot of people defending them, saying, oh, their their water pumps broke, and, you know, it's this and that. So it's been a few weeks since then, and then you put those pictures up there, and I'm like, are you guys playing in a pasture? Because brown, there was no greens. Um, you know what? And, and, and for 66 bucks. Yeah. Like, well, you uh, know what's funny? Because, like, I I I, think I, I, I I wanted to ask you, Drew. Sorry to cut you off. Why did you guys go out there for this tournament? Why did? Oh, I, I just I was invited to play by the Rainbow why, guys. Why would they pick Aspen Links? They must have thought it was good last year. I have no idea. I was just I was invited to play, so okay. I said, you know what? What a time to get invited out to go play this event because now I get to give a true uh, evaluation of the course. How was it? Okay, um, I'm not a, an asshole. I tell it how it is. I think I'm very passionate about golf courses, but that course. Uh, lacks water. Um, there they have I think six marshals. Um, I don't know why. Other than that, there's not a you know it's it's it was frustrating. So I, I went home and I, and I talked to Dad. And I, was, I went home and talked to him and I was like, hey, like, um, <laughs> I've never blamed the golf course in my life for good or bad how I played. You were just putting for putting sakes. It was like. Like it would just clank in because you had no idea. The one team shot eight under, and congratulations! I knew the one guy, and I were at BPs after, and I was like, "Boo, cheaters!" Obviously joking, but they shot eight, it was eight under. I, I couldn't believe it. The, the hole must have looked like a like a, a beach ball to him. I, I couldn't believe it. But the course is in not it, very good shape. It, it looks like a dumpster fire. They have a lot of work to do. I'll tell you right now. They did announce though they're making a brand new clubhouse with uh, indoor golf but, bar. Um, you know, a daycare, you name it, man. They got this thing. It, it looks great, you know. And then we put a post out saying that, and people still carved them about how about you get a, how about you hire some people to, you know, fix the greens and 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 buy a mower and just throw some money into the course first before building a, a massive clubhouse, you know. And and it, it kind of makes me mad because over the last few weeks, I've also heard that Deer Valley is in really rough shape. Honestly, I've heard that, I, I, and I hadn't I hadn't played it probably in five weeks. So when I heard it was in rough shape because of uh, a pump issue and whatnot, when we went yesterday, what did I say to you and Daniel? I was like, 
what are they talking about? It looked very, really good. Very green. The greens were in awesome shape. There was, like... <sighs> I think there was one hole that had a, a rough tee box. It might have been 16 or 17. Like Yeah, but the rest of the... That was it. you got to remember, though, we're also into the middle part of September almost, right? Yeah, so I not, thought the greens not, rolled right true. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. But I thought it was good. I mean... It is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, we don't own the course. And, and our opinion can mean F all to anyone else yeah. there. That's fine. We're, I'm just giving now an actual evaluation of the course. They lack water. Uh, they lack maintenance. Uh, and I, th- I think at the end of the day, the, the biggest thing is they just lack care, heart, heart care. and care. You know what? Yeah. And um, will I go back? Probably at some point in my life, I will go play again. Um, or maybe for the Raymore tournament every year, whatever whatever it may be. Um, but I'm going to stick to the Royal Regina and, 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 and playing there. And I just will save the $66, to be honest with you. And we'll play at the Royal next weekend on Sunday. Oh, yeah, we are, aren't we? 324. Anyways, enough about that rant. I just people were making comments on the post, yeah. so I thought we'd we'd address that. So um okay, well let's move on now to what's coming up in about eight days. Uh you know, myself last night I interviewed solo the uh, Han soloed that one with uh the captain of the Royal Regina and the captain of Wascana Country Club, Ty Zaba and Daryl Kennedy. Obviously I swapped those names around there. So Daryl is the captain of Royal and Ty Zaba is the captain of Wascana. And uh the chirping was already going on last night. I loved it. It was awesome. It was uh, I was playing kind of devil's advocate in the middle between I was I'm on the royal team, but uh, it was good insight. I, I got some you know what's Wasdana looking to do. You know they're making the long road trip, the 10 minute drive from the east end, coming to the uh, the neutral site game to play at the royal for three days in the Fraser Cup. Uh, the royal has retained the cup the last two years. We'd like to see well myself bias now win the cup outright and keep it. Uh, and as Ty Zaba mentioned uh, later in the show, um, that he wants to, you know, take that cup back on the east side. So maybe for some of our listeners, Drew, that aren't too sure of how how this this tournament is ran, maybe give them a rundown. Uh, you know, how many players, how they're selected. Uh, you said it's a three day tournament. Yeah. So you know, maybe just some, yeah, some of our sure. listeners might not know. So maybe just give them uh, some insight. Yeah. So the Fraser Cup. It started in 2010, I believe, is what we, we decided last night. Right, Christian? The background there? Correct? 2010. Um, yeah, basically what it is, it's the Royal Regina versus Wascana, and it's just kind of an a inner-city rival. Uh, three days. It's basically like the Ryder Cup. So one day is scramble, it's teams, and then singles. So, And it's points, basically based uh, off that. There's 24 points available, I believe. If you tie, it's 12-12. Um, yeah, and there's 12 guys on each team. So basically, for the Royals' way of playing in, there's a Thomas Ross. That, remember, I, I missed the morning tea time. We all know that one. Oh, you yeah. showed the course coach. So missed the, I missed my chance to get on the team there. But four guys from there did on the team. And then the Royal Regina Club Championship, the top six or seven get in. But if those four guys that are in the top six are ready in the club championship, it just got bumps down. So this year, DK had one pick. And as far as Washdana, I think he just mentioned that from the Washdana Country Club uh, Club Championship, that's how they have their uh, their their shooting. So it's 12 versus 12. Some great players over there, great players at our course, and it should be a fun three days. Uh, I know our team uh, likes to get after it a little bit more. I will say that. Um, yeah. So do they swap from Regina to Washdana every year? Back and it's forth? It's every second year. Every oh, Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and then so like next year we will host – the Saskatoon uh, Country Club, as we are a, uh, what's the word? Oh, God. A syndicate? I don't know. Is that, is that the word? A brotherhood? 
Yeah, I don't know how it works. But anyways, that one that one's called the Lurial Crab. So that we'll talk about that one next year. But Okay, cool. No, yeah. I just thought maybe our listeners wanted to know. Actually, I learned a couple of things there too. So, I, well, yeah. Okay. Move on. I'm done. Thanks. All right. Let's move <laughs> into our PGA of last week quickly here. Uh, DJ is a animal. Yeah, he's pretty good. Dustin Johnson wins the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup standings outright to leader winner. And he made nine. $19 million in the last month and a half. I don't know what the hell I would do with $19 million. Um, the way I spend money on fast food, I would it would be gone pretty quick, I think. So, <laughs> Yeah, it was... It's, it's a goofy setup how the top 30 make it to the final, right? And you all start out at what your scores are, however they work out that formula. But yeah. he, he had like a six-shot lead. Six-shot lead, yeah. Going into opening day on Friday. Uh, I'm going to push you now on that, though. Okay. So if DJ has a six-shot lead, right? Let's just say. Yeah. Going into day one, you don't like the way how it is. You want to see like everyone at the same thing, right? Correct. Yeah. So what I'm, I liked how he has to like play super good to hold that, and the guys behind him have to play really good to catch him. Yeah, but I mean, it, it it's almost not even fair, especially with the six-shot lead. What if he goes? <clears throat> sorry, seventy-four, seventy-three. But he didn't. That's but what, what if I'm he saying. did though? But he didn't. It'd be different if he had a two-shot lead, right? Two-shot lead's way different than a six-shot lead. Uh, I mean, I guess if we we weren't there playing, obviously, but if we were and you make the top 30, you're getting a nice payday. Don't matter if you finish one or 30. You're Get getting Happy a, Gilmore. You're getting huh. a, no, no way. I, no, what do you say? Oh, no matter what, I'll make some money anyways. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even 30th place is making some good money. You know, I was rooting for Webb. We had Paul Tesori on last week, and they were at num- they were fourth going into it, and I think they were T15 or something like that. Not not the best weekend of golf, but uh, all in all, a nice fat paycheck for everybody there. So yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, move on. Yeah, I didn't, right. I didn't get to watch a lot. I told you I was busy this weekend, so I, was I tried to, but I was checking just... box scores. So. <laughs> Okay, well, let's quickly move into uh, what's going on in the new calendar year of golf. The Safeway Open in Napa. California. All righty, back this week to the new calendar year. The Safeway Open in Napa, California. And... They're playing at the Silverado Resort and, and Spa at the North Course. Troy, rip us down the money for us this week. $6.6 million purse this weekend coming up. $6.6 million. 6.6, and I mean, I could really go into details, but I don't want to bore our listeners. Uh, the field isn't obviously as heavy as it was uh, this past weekend. Uh, all in all, though, still a lot of good players playing. Should be an interesting uh, tournament to kick off the 2021 PJ season is so weird saying that because just started, just started, just got a pack, baby. So, um, do you want to do one to our picks now or what? Yeah, let's get to it. I know. Oh I, all of a sudden, I one week, it's nobody a new... had 
anything down there anymore. It's a new world. They're bald. They're bald from the eyebrows down. <laughs> wow. Nothing. Not a stitch. It's like lasers. Wow. It's new world. Field. See, I, I was born too uh, too early. I've never been a fan of the bush. Alrighty, there it is. This uh, gambling section of the podcast of Off the Hazel is brought to you by Manscaped. Be sure to check out the new Lawnmower 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOZZLE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code HOZZLE20. It's time to shave those balls, eh? Alrighty, as you just heard, this is brought to you by Manscaped. Go get yourself a lawnmower 3.0. I have one, and they work great. Uh, be sure to use Hazel 20 for 20% off of all your orders. Already, Troy, that was a long ad read, but we love them over at Manscaped. So, Troy, instead of going, yeah, I'm still laughing. Anyways, first From time what? I first time I've heard the ads. So, <laughs> eh? shave your balls, eh? Anyways, uh, today's picks, this weekend's picks, like Drew just said, are brought to you from Manscaped.com. Uh, .com. Uh, Reverend, be, be careful though. I think it's, it can hurt. You never know. Reverend's not here today, so he's not uh, getting in on the action. He's probably using the manscaper now. Christian's got two cameras in his hand, so he can't get in on the action either. So I guess it's just you and I this weekend. You want to go first or me to go first? Doesn't matter. All right, I'll go first. My pick this week is, you know, I'm going with him again. I went th- with him two weeks ago. Didn't really do anything, but the Spaniard Sergio Garcia, twenty dollars to win five twenty. Let's go, Serge. I got two for this week because that's the way I roll, 10 and 10. I got 10 on Mr. Harold Varner for a $290 Uh-oh. payout. Harold. And then uh, Wildcard, making his uh, his comeback. He's Here he comes, Mr. Graham Dillette. Whoa. Throwing a 10, 10 spot on him. You want to know the payout on that one? Four Gs. $2,510. So let's go Weyburn Saskies, Graham Dillette. Put some money in our pockets, and uh, well, then we'll get you on the show. Again. Is that it? That's all you got? Boom. Got our three picks for the week. Alrighty, let's go to our quickly our sweaters here, Troy. Oh yeah, I guess they can't <laughs> see me, can they? And we're in a golden t-shirt today. Yes, I guess they can't see me. I just proudly puffed up my chest or my belly. But uh <laughs> they're beautiful sweaters. Right? And? And what? And if you buy want them. to buy them. Well, yeah, I want everyone to buy them. They know they know the rule. Buy them. Forty bucks a sweater, five bucks from each sweater soul goes to the Cancer Foundation of Saskatchewan. Uh, we've got black and gray right now. Any size you want, direct message us at uh, our social media handles, Drew. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are at underscore off the hosel. Facebook is just off the hosel. Or let me sit off the top of the show, at Coaster Drew, at Coaster Troy, at D Hags, at Yorko, at Daniel Hagel 5. Why wouldn't you buy a sweater? Like, they're so comfy. How, how nice is that sweater? No, you weren't. It's beautiful. Honestly, like it's... I'm not I haven't washed mine yet. I'm not even lying. Like... It's so soft. It's soft. It's and comfy. We've seen some requests uh, from direct messages about hoodies. Um, we're going to try and get some more of these crewnecks out first, then maybe get into the, the hoodie. Uh. Unless someone wants to come on with a lot, boatload of cash and sponsor this, because right now this is coming out of the, yeah. uh, our pockets. So, um, yeah. You should get one of these sweaters, though. They're really nice. And now it's fall. Fall's coming. I wore, or well, I shouldn't lie. Daniel wore his yesterday morning. I don't know if you had yours on. I had no. our jackets on, but... Uh, Buy a sweater. Goes Absolutely. to a good cause, and uh, we like to see the colors out there, too. So, Alrighty, I think uh, we should send over to our guest today, which is Matthew Barnaby. He's an absolute riot, he's a weapon, and he's funny as shit. So let's send it over to Matthew. Hi, Troy Koser from Off the Hosel. Go and visit our friends over at Rapid Lawn Landscape Solutions to get that green grass that you've always wanted. 
be like me and many others that they've helped over the past few years to get that yard that they've always dreamed of. They offer such services as synthetic turf, residential landscaping, landscaping supply, and hydro seeding. Call them at 306-993-7300 to get your free quote or email rapidlawn.ca. Also, don't forget to ask about the Rapid Lawn Finance It program. Again, call 306-993-7300 or email rapidlawn.ca. All right, in episode 36, we have two guys that ironically enough are sponsors of the show. But on this segment of Inside the Clubhouse, we catch up with the two captains of the Fraser Cup, Ty Zaba and Daryl Kennedy. This segment today is brought to you by Molson Coors. Drink them while they're cold. How are we doing, boys? Good. How are you? Good. Super pumped to be here, Drew. <laughs> oh, I appreciate uh, both of you guys coming in today to talk about uh, the Fraser Cup. Let's uh, go to Ty first. Well, everyone wants to know what's going on with the Fraser Cup. It takes place every second year between the Royal and the Wasjana. Why don't you uh, quick rundown? Uh, well, this will be my third team. Uh, I didn't play in the the other three, I guess it would have been. So, um, obviously, first time as captain. I was assistant captain in 2018. Andrew Wilson was the captain at that time. So, he chose me to be his assistant captain. Therefore, that's why I'm assistant ca- or captain this year. So, um, yeah, looking forward to another fun battle. We tied both times, uh, 12-12 last last uh two events so um hopefully there's something uh better for us on the end of this one but we'll see how it goes i know they have a great team this year so we're gonna have to uh play well and we'll see how it goes daryl yeah i know we're happy to host and uh great rival with our cross city uh competitors there we've uh, been lucky enough to um retain the cup the last couple of years, but uh, obviously looking to defend on home soil this year. So yeah, should be a good event. So as history shows, 2010, Wastana wins 15 to nine, 2011, Wastana wins 14.5 to 9.5, 2014, Royal wins 17.5 to 6.5, 2016 and 2018, the Royal retains the cup, correct? Yeah, 12-12, both those years. So the Royal kept the cup, yeah. Already, and then the rundown is one one scramble, one best ball, and singles. Correct. Yeah. Is that the same every year? It is. Same every year. Yeah. All right. Okay. First question to Tyre: What does this mean to you, and how special is it for you to be captain of uh, Wasjana and for the event? Um, like I said, it's a it's one of the it's only every two years, so it's a special event for for our club and for the Royal as well. I'm sure. Um, you know, it's a it's an honor to be the captain. It's also a tough spot to be the captain as well. You, you know, you got 15, 20 guys that want to be on the team, and you know, top eight make the team from our club championship, and then we have four picks. Well, we had five this year because one guy, um, Jason Glon, played. For, he has a, he's a member at both clubs, <laughs> so he uh, chose to be on Team Royal this year. So we had another pick uh, for his spot. So yeah, we had five picks. Um, top seven made it, and uh, like I said, yeah, it's it's tough to, to choose when you have. 15, 20 guys that want to be on the team. Um, it's not an easy spot to be in, but uh, hopefully uh, the guys we picked and everyone that's on the team can uh, play well and, and uh, hopefully get the cut back. So a bit quickly before I ask DK the same question, off of stats, in the last two years, the Royal retains the cup. What do you and your guys have to do to get that cup back on the east side? 
Um, makes more putts, I think. You know, <laughs> like that's kind of what it comes down to. And this is a putting contest, I think. Um, teams that make the most birdies and, and the least amount of mistakes usually comes out on top. So I think weather at this time of year is going to be a factor as well. Um, it was pretty cold two years ago. At, I think the first day was pretty good, and the last two days were pretty cold and windy. Um, same thing four years ago. We had a couple nice days, and then the last day was kind of like today, cold and windy. So I guess I think weather's going to play a big factor into it as well. DJ, same question. I mean, you're the the veteran here. Get your uh, your captaincy at the Royal Regina. You've been a member a long time at the club. Uh, what does the Royal uh, have to do to either retain or win? And uh, what does it mean to you? Well, I, I might disagree with uh, Ty that this is a putting contest. I think it's always been a drinking contest, and maybe that's why <laughs> we've won the last few cups. I don't know. Our, our team is uh, that's a fair statement. bunch of degenerates, but I see they <laughs> added uh, uh, a pretty solid degenerate on their team this year, so maybe it'll be uh, a tougher contest than we thought in that regard. Uh, no, it, it means a lot to me. Uh, like you said, veteran guy. Um, Christ, I think I could be the father of probably... I'm old enough to be the father of nine of the 12 guys on the team, so <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, my golf game certainly showing its age compared to these young guys that just bomb it out there. So we got an exciting uh, team and, and a bunch of new guys that, you know, we're trying to get them to buy into the Royal Regina way, which, uh, which is a good thing for... Uh, for us in the future if these guys stick around so no it should be a good contest and then dk obviously with you know the royal hosting where do you see the beneficial to the club and the support um just in that way elaborate well as as most golfers in the province know you know the regina clubs you know got legendary men's nights for support from the membership and it's always a big party out there and and that's certainly what we want to um, you know, pass forward to these younger guys, and and it's important that uh, that we keep it going. And, you know, our golf club is uh, near capacity, I think, from a membership standpoint. So, you know, uh, the guys that are managing the club and and running the facility are doing the right things to to keep that uh, going. So, no, it's exciting. And Ty, throwing it back to you, same question. Just when you guys host it? Uh, yeah, twenty eighteen. I guess we just hosted the. Uh women's canadian open so that was special to ha kind of have similar tournament conditions that they played in we didn't have we had some not the best though winter for yeah it was super to, cold we had some freezing rain so we had to put a lot of work into the the uh the course um and i think it's paid off over the last couple of years but yeah in 2018 that was pretty special having the canadian women's open and then a couple weeks later having our tournament there and obviously we would have liked a different result uh, for our team, but uh, nonetheless, it's always great to great to host an event like that, and looking forward to hosting it in, in a couple of years from now. So, Ty, playing on the road this year, not a whole lot of golf tournaments to play in this year. Are you guys ready for what is at stake on the road? Long drive ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a you know a quick ten minute drive, I guess, from Oaxaca, uh, but uh, I'm ready. I, I'm I hope the rest of the guys are pumped and ready to play. I'm sure they are. I know they are. They said they are. So, um, yeah, we all can't wait to get out there and play and, you know, see how it goes. And Daryl hosting, um, you know, the guys driving in from uh, 10 minutes, maybe five and a half on the bypass. But uh, are the Royal Regina guys ready to uh, to play? 
I think so. You know what? We've uh, we've been we've started a chat group going, and there's lots of banter back and forth. Definitely uh, appreciate the veteran guys on our team. Uh, you know, trying to pump up the young guys. But yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be ready to go. We've got a team dinner. We're gonna I'm gonna host and uh, and hopefully uh, you know just uh, get some more camaraderie, especially with these younger guys for sure. Alrighty, let's go to the teams now. Ty, let's rip off your members of your team. And uh, give us a little blurb, uh, maybe on each guy. Okay. Um, obviously, myself, uh, my assistant captain, Dylan Holmson, uh, Tyler Wright. He won our championship this year. So great to have him on the team. Hall of Famer, friend of the show. Uh, yeah, he's been on the show. Um, provincial champion. Uh, he hasn't been on the Fraser Cup yet, just because it worked out for his schedule. So good to have him on there. Ryan McNall. You know, the brother rivalry with Sean <laughs> is always good. So um, Adam Schottler did make the team, but he uh, went down to his wife's from, from the state, so he won't be on the – he won't be playing. Uh, so Andrew Wilson will be filling in. Uh, Andrew Wilson's been on every team three-time. Um, ten and three, ten wins, three losses. Did the math earlier. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, three-time club champion as well. So Nice. Um, Rob Montine, new new member, uh, played well in the club championship, uh, has a solid game, so looking forward to see how he does. Uh, Paul Wagner, he's been on multiple teams as well. Uh, I'm sure he'll throw some trash talk <laughs> out there to the other guys. So, um, who else? We got Derek Schneider. He was on the team previously as well. Played pretty well. Another lefty, uh, Ben Finley. He played, uh, I think he was 3-0 in, in two years ago, so good to have him back on the team. Uh, Teddy Weens, young guy, he can bomb it out there. He can get up and down when he when he needs to, so hopefully all goes well there with Teddy and plays well. Um, we got a veteran in Rick Lettingham. Uh, he's, I think he's been on every team. I'm, I don't know the, the actual stat on that, but it's probably pretty close. Um, Wiley veteran there. He'll hopefully help out the younger guys that haven't been there, or, you know, under the pressure. You can get them going. So then we got uh, old Mike Sillinger. Um, <laughs> everybody knows Mike, so he'll be he'll be throwing out some trash talk. I'm sure to the boys having a couple of vodkas, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll have some fun. So looking forward to it. Um, yeah, like I said, hopefully all the boys play well and. Uh, you know, like I said, get the cup back because we haven't had it for a while. So <laughs> there it is. Team Wastiana, heavy on the veteran side. Daryl Kennedy, uh, Royal Regina, Fraser Cup team. Uh, yeah, we've got a, a good squad. We got uh, Mitch Matichuk, who won our club championship, shooting seven under, I think, for for two days, uh, including 64 on Sunday to win. How are you? Uh, we got Noah Kozak. I played uh, Noah in a uh, match play event earlier in the year and he hit on 17 i hit five wood into the green he hit gap wedge so this kid's <laughs> got speed like i've never seen before we got uh former club champion uh josh marcia another young guy uh we call him little marcia obviously his father's pat marcia a local pro here in the city uh we got jason galan who's captained our team before and uh you know pretty esteemed player in the city uh, we've got Drew Kosher. Oh, Drew Kosher. 
He's average. He's beatable. Um, <laughs> That's we've got funny. Danny Moran, a uh, veteran guy. He team or he captained our team uh, last year or a couple years ago. Um, we've got uh, Mac Tullock, good young player. Uh, we've got the quieter version of the McNall brothers and Sean McNall on our team. <laughs> Uh, my captain's pick was Trevor Benson, um, but th- my two dark horses for sure, and these are going to be the Wags and Silly team that we're going to pair against the entire weekend, okay. is uh, we've got a cop on our team that moved from Deer Valley, Shane <laughs> Riddell, so he'll keep Silly in line when he pulls his 66 out of vodka out of the bag. <laughs> and then we got Willie Chang on our team, and Willie doesn't speak a ton of English, so I think he'll just be perfect to play with Silly for all three days. <laughs> So really, I don't see uh, I don't see silly having a chance against Willie Chang there. But uh, no, we're happy, good team, and uh, they're all good guys. So we're looking forward to it. Alrighty, Team Royal, uh, heavy on the youth side with uh, some veteran uh, guys that have all won, and you know now all been uh, club captains, I believe. Uh, quickly before we wrap this up, anything you guys want to mention about your clubs or you know the support or you know you want to buy some tickets or whatever the hell it is, anything. I think you know what I think it's just a it's a great cross city rivalry that uh, hopefully we keep going and I think uh, you know uh, our our job as captains is to make sure that these young guys realize the importance of of the two clubs in the city and we continue to keep friendly competition going between the two clubs it's uh, it's really a good event there's tons of camaraderie win or lose you know some guys are hanging their hat a little bit because they lost a match here or there but at the end of the day. We'll uh, we'll meet in the Larkin for a beer, and that's what's uh, you know most important in my opinion. Zebs. Yeah, no, I agree with Daryl there. Um, we enjoy the competition with the other guys. We get to see a lot of them usually in tournaments throughout the yeah. year. Obviously, this this year is different with COVID and not many tournaments. So, but yeah, it's good to have the the rivalry with with our uh, friends at the Royal there, and um, yeah, looking forward to a great event. We, it's always a Royal always puts on a good show when we're there, so we we appreciate that, and uh, yeah, just looking forward to uh, hopefully good weather and a lot of laughs and uh, good golf. Alrighty, boys, this has been fun. Take care. Are you tired of the same old spice rum and coke or any other basic mixed drink? Well, we want to change that. Here at Off the Hazel Crew, we are proud supporters of Last Mountain Distillery. They got so many good choices that will change your world. Just some off the top of our head: Last Mountain Distillery whiskey, rum. Dill Petro Vodka, Root Beer Schnapps, and now new, Apple Pie Moonshine. If you haven't already checked out Last Mountain Distillery, for all your mixed bevy needs, Last Mountain Distillery, no questions asked. Alrighty, in episode 36, we are pleased to be joined by the guy that runs the Monday Q Info Twitter page. What's going on, man? How are things with you? Hey guys, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's a good night, and uh, thanks again for having me on. Yeah, and it's uh, no problem at all. Uh, so what's going on with you? I mean, we saw that you were just uh, chatting for a Monday Q uh, qualifier. And how, how did that go? Yeah, so we didn't get through. Uh, the guy caddied for didn't get through. But um, lucky enough to be caddying in the Corn Ferry event. There's a Corn Ferry event here in Chicago area. Actually, the course is about 10 minutes down the road from my house. So uh, Mark Baldwin, who, who and I, uh, him and I have become what I call Twitter friends as the life of the account has kind of grown and uh, he was looking for a caddy. And so it's worked out. It's been great. We played a practice round in the rain today, but he's a really great dude. And it's, it's 
been fun. It's always great to be inside the ropes, and you know, it gives you appreciation every time I caddy. It gives you appreciation for for how good these guys are. Yeah, Ryan, I was looking over your uh, Twitter page there. I saw you were working in the rain today. You made it all the way from the clubhouse to Mark's car, and uh, you didn't lose anything. So that's a pretty good day on the links, eh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a full-time caddy for sure. I mean, I caddy like, like maybe once, twice a year, and so uh, in the rain, you can like you got a million things going on. So this morning we were at the course and it was pouring rain, and Mark's like, "We're not going to go." So uh, I picked up the bag and took it to his car. We were going to call it a day, but then it cleared up this afternoon, so we played it. Yeah, this morning uh, successful. We carried it from the from the clubhouse to the car with no issues and we're all good so again uh, you run a major twitter page so that's why i got a lot of research off of you from there uh could you elaborate what happened with at the safeway uh monday qualifier like i seen there was a bunch of vehicles that were broken into like did they find the person that did it or yeah i guess they they have not found the guy as far as i know i have been kind of out of pocket here but as far as i know um they had not found it yet, so a bunch of cars, six cars, um, got broken into. One of the things taken was a track man. For people that don't know what a track man is, it kind of measures people's swing speed and those kind of things. They're about $25,000 a piece, so that's uh, definitely worth probably more than the car I was sitting in. <laughs> and uh, the guy who reached out to me told me, told me the story was uh, – he had some personal stuff taken oh, God. close to him, so he was obviously uh, he was obviously bummed about it. And um, yeah, as far as I know, they haven't caught caught who did it. Well, those uh, trackmans are expensive, as you mentioned. I'd love to buy one, but I'd have to sell two vehicles to to be close to get one. Um, man, let's <laughs> let's back this up to when you first started this Twitter page. How'd you do it? What got you thinking about? Monday qualifiers, and, and by the way, I love the Twitter photo of, uh, I, can't, I, I can't recall who that is in the photo, but with his head down and uh, just very upset, probably missing a putt to make the cut. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it personifies kind of what, what golf is a lot of times, especially at the Monday qualifying level. Kind of worked out, I've turned it into my logo, and yeah. Uh, to go back, guys, I mean, it's kind of a crazy story, so I'll try to keep it as short as possible, but no, no, it's in the good. restaurant business my whole life, and um, and uh, and about two and a half years ago, our son had some health issues. He was going to have brain surgery, and kind of at that same time, we lost our long-term nanny. She graduated from college, and so I decided to leave my job and stay at home. But the plan was kind of to stay at home for a couple months and get my son back to health, and then and then go go back into the workforce and. Um, here I am two and a half years later and uh, I haven't gone back to work yet. So uh, it's been a crazy ride for sure. But um, yeah, to get into how I got into it, I mean, I've just followed, I've been a golf nerd my whole life. I used to caddy once a year with my dad. Um, we'd go to a mini tour and caddy. This was well before the economy. It was like 20 years ago, 15 years ago. And so from there, I just met a bunch of guys and, been lucky enough to caddy at Q School and a few corn fairy events like this week and a couple of times before that. It's, uh, I mean, some of the experience I have have just been great. So when uh, I decided to stay at home, I really just wanted an adult outlet. I never 
in a million years. There was no intention of growing to what it is now. I thought if I had a, a couple hundred followers, that would be a lot. And uh, now I'm at whatever I'm at, close to 40,000, and uh, it's just been a crazy ride. Well, I love the page, and, and I, I finally got my brother on there now uh, checking out your stuff. You know, I mean, we're both curious. We want to know where you're from, where you grew up. Um, and obviously you said you were a golf nerd and, you know, the old Simpson uh, term, nerd. Um, like, are you a big golfer? Do you play college <laughs> golf, play pro? Uh, so I grew up in uh, a small northern Michigan town and um, uh, I went to play junior college golf um, down in Lansing, Michigan. And then uh, I always say, like, mine kind of wake-up call of how good players were was I tried to walk around at Michigan State, and, you know, I thought I was, I was pretty good. I had been pretty good in high school and pretty good at the junior college level. I thought I was pretty – I thought I was a pretty good golfer. And so that was my wake-up call that I didn't really have a chance or a future in golf for sure. So uh, I didn't play there. And then, yeah, but I've always played the game. I love the game. Um it's been a huge part of my life for sure and, and uh yeah i mean i love it i i have two we have two young kids so i don't play as much as i i wish i i could but as my kids get older hopefully i'll start to play more mind me asking uh the monday q info in brackets ryan uh how old are you i'm 42 well you 42. got you got no, 43 oh, shit. oh i just turned 43 43 <laughs> you got four years on me so and uh, would that be nineteen <laughs> years on Drew, eighteen years on Drew? So, yeah, I'm young. I mean, you're young too. Yeah. So I got another. Yeah, I, mean, I got another question for you, Ryan. Age is just a number, I suppose. That's right. Age is just a number. Um, no, another question for you too. And again, looking through all your media and whatnot, I seen on uh, on Twitter there there was a picture of a golf bag with a four liter jug of water. Do you care to elaborate for our listeners uh, what that's all about? Yeah, sure. So it's kind of been, uh, since COVID, there's been some, like, Monday qualifiers where there hasn't been any water. Um, down in San Antonio, uh, J.J. Colleen, who's a great follow, and if your listeners or yourself don't don't follow, you should follow him. He's, he's a very funny. And he sent a video from the San Antonio uh, Monday call. It was 110 degrees, and they didn't have water on the on the course. <laughs> and so uh, it's kind of become a running joke on my Twitter account that there's no water. So when I went to the Monday qualifier this week, they sent out a they sent out a uh, email that there would be no water. So I mean, guys were literally a guy I played with. We played with Matt O'Shrine, literally had a jug of water. You saw another picture of a guy who just I mean, there's no water on the course. Wow. So uh, these guys, <laughs> guys were carrying uh, literally jugs of water around. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that's weird. But So th- there's no, like, food or beverage in the clubhouse available? Yeah, it's, it's in the, I mean, it's in the clubhouse, but, like, I mean, for instance, the guy, I can't eat four, um, I mean, he took four bottles of water, four big bottles of water. I mean, if he's carrying his own his own bag, you know, it's yeah, pretty true. heavy. So, guys saw the jug that I saw a picture of, and then the guy we were getting with had a jug that kind of had a carry handle on it. So, 
guys just think it's a little easier than putting it in your golf bag and having that weight weight in your golf bag. So, Ryan, is it? I guess as as you're getting older and you know you're starting to caddy a little bit more and more and more, has it become kind of a uh, a dream that you know to caddy on the PGA Tour, or are you more still you know the media odd, side, odd event, yeah, odd, like odd events here and there and, and media coverage? No, I mean weeks like this, guys. Uh, weeks like this make me appreciate that I get to caddy once a week or, or once a year or something like that. I have. I have zero desire to be a caddy. Um, Lifestyle is pretty rough. I mean, that's what I talk about from the from the golf side. Um, for these guys, I mean, I'm caddying for Mark Baldwin. He has a brand new baby uh, who's four months old, and he's not going to see him for you know seven or eight weeks. Wow. Uh, for a seven or eight week stretch right now, and so yeah, I have no desire to be on the road. I like being home, I like my family. I like to see my family every day, so I I love getting so much when I do because I I, I know that at the end of the week that's that's the end. If I had to, I mean, today we right. played in the rain and it was a lot of fun because I get to do it once a year. But uh, a day like today, just pouring rain and cold and kind of crappy out there, would be no fun if that if that was my career. So I got a pop question for you here, Luke Schneider Jans. Any relation to Ollie? Yeah, that's his brother. Uh, nice. Luke Schneider Jans has had has had a, had a pretty good career. I mean, obviously his brother had a great career at, at uh, Georgia Tech and then has had some success on the PGA Tour and now is back to the Corn Ferry Tour. But, yep, that's his brother. They're uh, five years apart. Does he also not wear a hat? He, he actually does. Like, uh, in his bio, I... I don't know much about Luke, but I did. Uh, I did the PGA Tour article yesterday, and uh, he does not wear a hat a lot of the time. Wow! Must be a Schneiderjan thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I think if you have thirteen letters in your last name, you're not allowed to wear a, <laughs> wear a, a hat. Alrighty, Monday Q info. This is a good one for you. Uh, I mean, I'm curious too, and I'm sure Troy is. Who are some of the guys that you've seen come through the Monday qualifier events that are now making a lot of cash on the professional golf tour? Yeah, I mean, recently, obviously, Corey Connors. Uh, last year, won the Valero Texas Open after Monday qualifying. Um, Doc Redman finished second after Monday qualifying. He's on the PGA Tour now. Um, I mean, a lot of guys that you might have heard of it, at least part of them, part of their career or success started with Monday qualifiers. Russell Knox, who was, you know, been top 50 in the world at one point, uh, had never got through Q school. Uh, he got his status on a, at a corn ferry or what was then the web.com. Yeah. Uh, Monday qualifier, Monday qualified to finish second. And kind of the rest is history. Um, Chase Seifert, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, Will Zalatoris, who's won twice on the Corn Ferry Tour this year and is many consider like an up-and-coming superstar, last year was at Mondays grinding away. So uh, if you look into it, Mondays are just a big part of a lot, large portion of guys' careers. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, tons of guys 
that, like if you look at old Monday qualifying uh, scoreboards or leaderboards, I mean, there's a million guys you recognize that are not out there doing well. So it's just part of the pro process for a lot of guys. So, after, I mean, I'm, we just trying to blurb to each other across the table here. How often are you driving to different courses on Mondays? Are you driving from town to town or, or are you flying or, you know, I mean, you know, the, what's the bankroll like? No, I'm kidding. But let's, are you driving lots and, and how's that grind? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I actually don't go to a lot of uh, Monday qualifiers. If they're close enough, then I'll, then I'll do it. But usually what I do is have someone at the events or, players and caddies and those kind of things kind of feed me information now as the account has grown. That side of it has gotten easier. So I'll go to a couple Monday qualifiers a year live, like this one this year. And then, I mean, COVID has kind of yeah restricted some things. But, yeah, I, I don't have extra money to spend and, and fly to Monday qualifiers. <laughs> so I do the best I can from, from my house. So, Ryan, in your professional opinion, I mean, with all the articles you've uh, written and all your history and stats and whatnot, who is the next up-and-comer that you see uh, really taking taking off in the PGA? Yeah, I mean, I think Will Zalatoris is, is probably mostly considered the, the guy that, uh, I mean, I just talked to some guys today um, why we're playing, and they said, "Hey, they, he's he's in the Monday or he's in the U.S. Open field next week." And you know, they have said many times that you know he might be able to compete this this year, and it's only a matter of time. He's just uh, his ball striking hits at a mile. He's just really, really talented. You're going to hear a lot from him here uh, pretty soon, if not next week. Well, we hear a lot actually about uh, Abraham Answer, and actually our cousin Dale Vallali is uh, is his caddy. You know, Abe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know when he's he's had a good career and it's like really taken off lately. It's great to see him have some success, and uh, he's a really good dude from what I've heard. It's, uh, it's awesome to see him uh, doing well. Oh, I just swallowed a sneeze there. Um, sorry. Okay, so this is a good one here for you. Do you like the tour championship rules? You know how certain guys start with, you know, a six shot lead. Do you like that grind process or do you would you wish it was just straight up everyone's at flat and, and we go from there? I mean, the tour championship is uh just something I don't follow very closely. I I really kind of concentrate on guys unless it's guys who have gotten there. Um, I, I don't like the tour championship in general just because it's a huge money grab. Uh, I mean, I think DJ's reaction to winning $15 million kind of sums up that there's, <laughs> there's so much money in pro golf. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's, I think for the casual fan, it's the easiest way because at the end of the day, the guy who wins the tournament wins the FedEx. So. I wish it was just a regular golf tournament, but I also understand why the tour does it. At the end of the day, they're gonna they're gonna crown one champ, and a casual golf fan who who might you know only watches events can flip it on and not have to worry about points and where somebody's got to finish. They just know that the guy who wins the tournament wins fifteen million dollars. 
Alrighty, Monday Q info. Off to questions from the gallery, sponsored by Player Golf. The promo code off the hosel twenty for twenty percent off of all your orders. That's off the hosel twenty for twenty percent off of your orders. Be a player. Alrighty, Ryan. First question from Drew. What's your low round? Uh, 67, 66 at my home course back when I played a lot of golf. Not bad. Second question for you, Ryan, is if you had to pick your ultimate golf foursome, who would they be? Uh, this is a good one, guys. Uh, uh, I mean, I think to stick to Monday qualifiers, you have to go uh, myself, uh, Corey Connors, Arjun Atwal, and Fred Wadsworth. Those are the last three players to win a PGA Tour event uh, after Monday qualifying. Not a bad group. Not a bad group at all, actually. Who do you like? The next one? Uh, your turn. Okay. I've got them all written out here. What kind of putter grip do you use there, Ryan? Cross-handed. No. <laughs> I got grilled last week for doing that, or for having big mitts. I do the Tiger Woods, but my hands are really ginormous, so didn't work out too well. But anyways, Troy? Favorite, yeah, yeah. Favorite golf course? Yeah, I've been cross-handed for a long, long time. That damn delay again. I cut favorite myself off. Favorite golf course where? Yeah, favorite golf course that you've ever played. Uh, it's a small, it's a course that probably most have not heard of. Um, the Polecat in... It's in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, but I was just lucky enough to play Butler National, which is an amazing course here, so that would have to rank up there. It's definitely the most exclusive, most highest nationally ranked course I've ever played, and it was great. We actually have a Mount Pleasant here in Regina, Saskatchewan, but it's uh, formerly as known as the Dump. <laughs> and... used to be a landfill here in Regina. <laughs> <laughs> remember, that, remember that thing? I wasn't even born yet, probably. Okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Ryan the next one, and it's something that we ask all of our guests, whether they are professional golfers, professional hockey players, professional wrestlers. We haven't had any wrestlers on. Uh, what's you know? What's your crowning achievement in your hey. life so far? Oh, that's a good one. The crowning achievement in my life. That's. Uh, uh, I think I'm a pretty good father. I'll, I'll go with that. That's a uh, hell of an answer. Pretty happy about the. Being a decent dad, I think. I love it. Okay, uh, question. And this is probably from three years ago. Ricky Fowler brought out the new style of joggers. Are you a jogger fan on the golf course? Hell no. <laughs> I, I mean, first of all, like, it's just no. Ryan, Ryan, uh, let me let me I mean, cut you I off. Let, let, that Ricky kind of the... let, let me cut you off, Ryan. I can answer this one for you because we're almost the same age. Joggers aren't for guys in their forties. <laughs> I mean, if I if you put joggers on me, that would stop everybody from wearing them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Ricky can pull them off, and we can have a debate. But any normal, like dead bod person, puts them on, we get, we got problems. Okay, I I got one more here for you, Ryan. Um, I just lost it now. Great. Okay. No, hold on. I got it. I got it. The most famous guy you've played golf with or gal. And which way do you shoot? Uh, swing the club. Shoot the club. Swing the club. And what do you shoot? No, no, no. Most famous gal slash guy you've ever played with. And what what hand are you? Like left, left, 
Did you swing the golf club left or right? Now I sound oh, like yeah, an yeah. idiot now. Let me make, uh, let me do. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm right-handed, and uh, the most famous person. I mean, I've played with a lot of what would be. I'm Brendan Todd. Nice. I thought you were gonna say Chubbs, but not him. Played in, I played in a practice round with him at the Monday qualifier at the Rocket Mortgage like a year and like uh, half ago, and now he's top thirty in the world. That's unreal. That's sick. So I got to follow that one up with. Uh... I lost my train of thought, but I'll go to the backup one. How many rounds of golf are you playing in a, in, in a year? Yeah, I, unfortunately, Jess, I just have so much going on with young kids. I mean, I, I wish I played more, but I probably play 10 times a year if I'm lucky. I might play a little more this year. Um, I'm getting some opportunities with the account. Some people want to play golf with me or invite me out to their club or those kind of things. So might be 15 this year, but... I don't play much. Well, hopefully when COVID gets done here, you can join us up here in Regina for a round of golf. Sounds like you and I play about the same amount. But uh, I got one final question for you here. Outside of golf, favorite sport and team? Yeah, it's not close. Hockey is my second favorite sport uh, for sure. And the Red Wings. I grew up Boom! Boom! Uh, around the time Eisenman and <laughs> I've yeah. been better off so than all those guys were. I, I tweeted it the other day. I don't understand. I mean, you guys don't see this because you're up there, but I don't know why hockey's not more popular here. It's, it's just an awesome sport nonstop, and it's not close. Yeah, I mean, I like all sports, but it's golf, and, and close second is hockey. So you being from Michigan, being a Red Wings fan, do you happen to know what our last name is? Uh, your what? Our last name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Coulter, right? Jo- Joey's <laughs> our cousin, yes, from Kelvington, Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Joey and uh, a bunch of guys. Like the Wings used to come up and play a softball charity tournament in my uh, yeah in my hometown and yeah, Joey and Probert and Eisman, all those guys have come up. So, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Well, Ryan, this has been fun, and I know that you had a long day today, a busy day. Uh, we will do this again at some point when we have a little bit more time. Uh, I pre- We appreciate you coming on the show today, and uh, hopefully we can do this again, man. Yeah, hey, guys, thanks very much, and uh, all the best with the podcast. Take care, man. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks. This segment of Off the Huzzle is brought to you by Brownies Golf Shop at the Royal Regina. Southern Saskatchewan's premier custom club fitters. Using FlightScope and GC Quad technology, Brownies Golf Shop will give you the high-performance club fitting you need for that new driver or set of irons. Offering a full line of clubs featuring Titleist, Ping, Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, and Srixen at the best prices. Brownies Golf Shop, high-performance club fitting to help you enjoy the game. Contact Dean at RoyalRegina.com to book your fitting or yardage gapping appointment. Alrighty, there it is, the interview with Ryan. We won't say his last name as maybe he wants to keep that as disclosed. Uh, he runs the Twitter page for Monday Q Info and Monday Q Info on Instagram. He puts out some great content, and I thought it was a great interview. Troy, what do you think? Yeah, it was a really good interview. A lot of good insight on uh, a lot of the golf coverage that he 
partakes in, and uh, he's got a hell of a Twitter channel, or Twitter channel, Twitter uh, page. You guys should all go follow. It's uh, quite comical, and uh, I know I wasn't following it. Definitely am now. A lot of a lot of funny stuff on there for uh, any golf fans out there. Yeah, and I think that Ryan has just seen a lot of your players over the years go to those Monday qualifiers, and and you know I just getting to see those guys play and essentially grew up and become a pro. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Drew. That you perfectly said. Perfectly said. Alrighty, quickly, Troy. Let's go off into our sweaters. I believe you want to quickly just give us a little rundown on those. Yeah, we got sweaters in. Uh, actually, the first twenty-five are already out, done, gone. Oh, See you later. Softlash. See ya. Want you guys to uh, purchase one of these beautiful off the hosel sweaters, coming gray or black, all sizes available. Forty bucks gets you one from every sweater sold. Five dollars will be donated to the Cancer Foundation of Saskatchewan. You can reach out to us on Facebook at Off The Hosel or Twitter, Instagram at underscore Off The Hosel. You can DM us, uh, get your color and your size in, and we'll get you one of these beautiful, soft Off The Hosel sweaters ASAP. Did you just rip off the social media handles? I just did. Perfectly. Perfect. <laughs> Perfectly. Perfectly done, Troy. Uh, okay, quickly here before we did send it off to everyone. We did our Twitter poll, and it was down to 10 courses in Saskatchewan. We'll start off with our underdogs first. Today, Troy, you gave me your one of your low-end, uh, not low-end, but on the lower-seeded uh, courses in Saskatchewan, and I'll give you mine. One that I like to play that not highly ranked is what yeah. you're saying. Honestly, Flowing Spring. Love it. Whoa. Love it. Top Flowing 10 Spring. in Saskatchewan, though? For what I've played, yes. Okay. And I'll put out Deer Park in Yorkton. Um, yeah, two good courses. We'll put that out on the Twitter page, Instagram page tomorrow. Um, I don't have much more, man. This, I mean, we want to apologize. Uh, we were supposed to have Barney on today. Um, something went down. We're not really sure. We don't want to disclose anything. Obviously, it's not our business to do that. So, But he did get back to us saying he will be yep. on with us in the future. He'll so. be back. And again, thanks, Ryan, for, for stepping in and having a great in. interview. Yes, thank you very much. Um, other than that, man, thanks to all our sponsors, as always. <laughs> Drive Nissan, Last Mountain Steelers, Molson, boom, all the golden tea. Extreme hockey, all the ones that we can't name right now because my head hurts and it's late. Anyways, Troy. Big thanks again to DK, though, at Timberstone. Always right. a treat in here. We wouldn't be able to do it here without him, so. You bet. That's very and, true. And to our new location coming soon, Divots Indoor Golf Center. Oh, yeah. Okay, man. Always a pleasure. Rev, not here today. Get better, man. Christian, hey, before, peace. Before we go. We got 2021 golf season starting this week. Safeway open. Let's go. See you, Troy. Always a pleasure. Bye-bye. See you guys. Have a great Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Love you guys. Peace.